Hey, welcome to Be Rad for Jesus. Wait, no. Be I... Rad <laughs> for oh, 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 Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. That was good. Now, uh, more like uh, some gospel, you know, uh, bridge or something. <laughs> Dude, no, see, you bring that up and you're going to take me right back to the Grammys. And that was not what we're going <laughs> to but first, I didn't. I didn't see it, um, so I'd have to like. On, I'm gonna on. pull it up. That I'm, way. <laughs> I'm here with Scott. I'm Brian. Welcome to Be Rad for Jesus, where Hello. following Jesus is radically awesome and radically different. And we're talking about it. So um, things happening in the world. Um, no, the the gospel thing. I only caught snippets, um, and I I actually because um, we have Paramount Plus, so I uh, I turned on the Grammys because it was like, well, why not? And they were doing tributes right. to like all the people who died. And, mm-hmm. um, and so like, you know, it was just like a bunch of random, uh, what do you call that? Uh, pair mashups of artists, you know, right. but they had, um, Oh, who's the guy? It was some rapper. Um, was it Migo? Something like that. I don't know. Um, somebody, I don't know who it is. So whoever, if anyone's listening to this and they get upset because I got the wrong guy, I don't care. Um, it wasn't somebody <laughs> I listened to. Um, and But he was rapping and it was like, you know, I remember, it, you know, he's one of the guy, one of the like mumble rappers who auto-tunes, you know, like a T-Pain right. style of thing, but but right. he's a newer guy. And um, uh, anyway, so he was he was doing his thing, and like one of you know one of the lines was like, "I remember smoking fat blunts in the you know or something like that," and it, you know it was just like this tribute to like his fallen homies, but it was him mm-hmm. with Maverick City Music backing him up, and they're singing in the background just like, "I know I'll see you again," <laughs> and it's gonna be okay. But like there was nothing overtly Christian in it, and so it felt right. like a weird, like. I don't know if you're a band that's about Jesus and you're a worship right. band and that's your thing coming in just to provide your vocal talents on something where you're not getting, you're not also getting to like point people to Jesus feels like kind of weird. And so I was already like, meh, I don't know about yeah. this. <laughs> and then like, and, and then like it switched from that performance to still within the, you know, they're still putting up all the photos and, and uh, you know, life dates uh, for all the people who've passed in the music industry. Mm-hmm. And then it went to like Sheryl Crow, Bonnie Raitt and Mick Fleetwood doing a song together. And like, it was weird because Mick Fleetwood just stood there with like a weird djembe where you like, it's got like extra ropes all around and like you pinch the ropes to like change the pitch of the drum. And so he was just like, while Cheryl, Cheryl Crow was playing piano. Okay. And like, he was the weirdest. And then Sam Smith dressed up like the devil. And then, and then it was like, and then it went to commercial and they were like, and when we returned from commercial, Sam Smith and whoever else performing unholy. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to listen to that. So I just, well, I think, um, you know, based on just initially watching the performance, like just, I just right now pulled it up. I'm like, you know, like that, like, I'm not saying this in a condemning way. I'm saying it in a way that I think is accurate. Like, I don't see anything wrong with it because that is, that is the kingdom they're living in. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like I think oftentimes we look at culture and it's, it is sad 
if I could choose and wave a wand and be the emperor for the day, I would rather have culture reflect the kingdom, mm. you know, and because the kingdom is, is just and fair and good. Yeah. And, um, you know, cause now this is like a weird form of cynicism, you know, yeah. it's like, um, it, I know I can get away with this. It's okay that I'm doing this my life, you know, and, and it's not like I, to them, it's probably funny. It's not like a deep, they're not making a deep statement. Yeah, it's just I like, don't oh, think just, any well, just of these like people the, are actually worshiping Satan in that, right. in that way. Like, I don't think but any I think of them they are, are by default in the sense of like, there is a, everybody's on a spiritual journey, yeah. whether they want to admit it or not. Right. And, and so it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, of course, like I said, I'd rather have our culture reflect the kingdom of heaven because then it would be full of, you know, self-sacrifice joy like you know um uh being you know truthful being honest like and um you know i don't see a lot of that in our culture from any side of any aisle you know it's just yeah and just where we're at yeah i i think i think the thing that's funny um and probably why he did he did this or now they did i was trying to read an article on it and it was so confusing Oh, when his pronouns are the pronoun. their pronouns are different. Yeah, and so when you I didn't use know the that. they pronoun for a single person, it's so confusing to read an article. I know, I know. It's so hard, but um, well, it's because and they and they were inconsistent. The proper in the term would have too. been it, and you know, so. know. yeah. <laughs> um, but nobody wants that. So um, right, but um, it, it just the 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 likelihood is that they're going okay. You know, it's a it's a play on a rejection of pseudo Christian values, right? right? Like that's what the whole song is about. The whole song is celebrating. Mm-hmm. I re- I read a thing about that too, and and Sam Smith said like he wanted to write this song and and move away from sad breakup ballads and move into celebrating queer joy. That's his or their um, declaration of why they wrote the song, and the whole song is about adultery. It's about right. an, uh, an unhappy marriage where the guy is off either at a strip club or spending money on stuff and either way, right. just kind of like secretly, you know, doing the stuff. And it was about exposing secrets and saying like, and just celebrating like anything you feel like you have to be ashamed of and hide is not actually right. shameful. That's what right. he was trying to say, which is not true. That's not, yeah. that's not realistic. But that was no. That the, leads to death. Yeah, for everyone exactly. that believes it, and it's it's not. There's no redemption in that, and and that's I think what is hard about, like, it's heartbreaking because there's no, nothing, nothing even in even in like someone who is secular, like Jocko Willink, yeah, who is saying you know discipline equals freedom, yeah, you know like. Uh, basically do things that are uncomfortable, hard, mm-hmm. and uh, you don't want to do. And that's how you actually get free. Right. And anybody who tries to tell you something that isn't something like that is basically going to lead you to death. And there's, it's not like my opinion. That's just how things work. Yeah. Because if you create a world around yourself to make you more comfortable, you will become, um, You'll become more fragile, not less fragile. You'll become more yeah. depressed, not less depressed. You'll become less self-satisfied, not more self-satisfied. Mm-hmm. And there's like neurological data on this that like yeah. Andrew Huberman and these guys have been like talking about because um, this seems like acceptance is what they're asking for. And that's true. 
you know, they want to be um, accepted for being a, you know, trans or non, non gender conforming human that can do and say whatever they want. And it's, you know, that's fine. But I just am sad that they think that will lead to, to life, you know, or to even fulfillment. It won't, it will only be, there'll be more and more things that, that you caught like, instead of looking inward and seeing how can I become more resilient and stronger, you'll be looking outward to say, how can I change my surroundings to make me, to make what I am now more comfortable? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And, and and I think that's, so it's like you said a minute ago, um, it, the satanic performance is both a parody and joke in the sense of right. they're not actually like offering human sacrifices to the devil. Like none right. of them are sitting <laughs> around like, you know, bowing at a black candle, worshiping Satan, you know, or, or some weird, they're not doing rituals and, and things to, to sell their soul to the devil in a way of like the dark version of Christianity, you know, in right. pagan worship. There probably are some people out there that do crazy stuff like that. But the majority of people who do that, even the Church of Satan, their whole thing is just like, we want to be as anti-Christianity as possible just to anger the Christians. That's the only goal. Yes, at its heart, ultimately, they are serving the kingdom of the ruler of this world. They are serving Mm -hmm. the devil, but they're doing it ironically, not realizing Mm -hmm. it's actually their parody is actually fulfilling its joke well yeah when when i was a kid i used to think like uh you know some of my friends would say like like this is just you know a uh disgusting thought that kids have but Mm -hmm. it was like you know if you're gonna go to hell you might as well be somebody you know like (laughs) and and there was almost like this thought that like if you were going to like do something horrible and go to hell, you might as well do something really horrible yeah. so that you'll be somebody in hell. And I don't think that's, I think hell is not like that. It's not like another hierarchy. It's just right. bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, there's and, not like, yeah, there's it, not like better levels not, of hell for you, you know? Right. It's, it's not like, like that or, Adam Sandler I mean, movie, little Nikki. Yeah. Where it's like, actually it's just a sick party, you know, or like Bill and Ted, you know, they go to hell and it's, you know, death right. is there and he's, you know, like this cool guy in hell and they have a good time partying and all that. Right, like, right. That, that's not what it's about. And so w- whether people are meaning to or not, they are actually serving the devil in rejecting God. But that's the thing is right. that there's rejecting God doesn't lead to a party in hell. Hell is yeah. not the kingdom of Satan. Hell is the place where that was created for Satan and his angels to be destroyed. And so... Uh, But even here on earth, it's like, it's, it's not, again, it's like you, you can experience hell on earth, right? you know, in, in, in like a metaphorical sense for the like non-believer, you know? Um, but like, I think, you know, there's some truth to it because you'll be, you're agreeing. I mean, this is like, you know, um, Pentecostal sounding, but it's like, you're agreeing with the wrong spirit. You're, you're in tune, you're, you're going along with that spirit, you know, and that spirit is is the devil the enemy of our soul and it's it's easy for to go along with it because there is enjoyable it's enjoyable for for a time it's it's yeah. enjoyable for a season and in fact um what what that mentality will do 
is it will keep you, it, it keeps giving you more rewards right. for more slavery. That's, yeah. that's the problem. Like Jesus is the only thing you can submit to that gives you freedom. Mm-hmm. And which is ironic because he says, make me Lord and I'll give you freedom. Yeah. But you know, free, like being, having something ruling over you is not an option. And I think that's what these people are trying to reject. Right. They genuinely believe, um, that I, there is a way to live where I am ruled by nothing. Yeah. But then what about your animal instincts? You know, yeah. what about your, your impulses? Aren't those ruling you still? Aren't those, st- and, and then what does that lead to? It doesn't lead to you being a better member of society. Right. <laughs> you know? Who's like, who's more willing to sacrifice and take up responsibility for whatever, you know, like yeah. you're not the one rebuilding the wall. You're the one complaining that you're unsafe, you know? Yeah. And it's like, so yeah, it's, it's just like a, it's a really deep, yeah. you know, well, thing. It's a, yeah. And it's a they're playing on a bad caricature of what Christianity is and how reality works when right. the truth of the gospel. And, and so like the Christians who get outraged and like, Oh, here's Hollywood exposing itself. They're really just all about Satan. They're not though. They're just right. against, um, you know, not in the way that you're claiming it. And so this is, ju- this is just as dumb and useless as the conspiracy theories around COVID and everything else. Like it, it, none of it is leading to anything realistic. You're making Christ look silly in the way that you're reacting to this. And you're making, and you're, you're playing into their bad caricature of who Christ is and what Christianity is about. When the reality of it is in in Ephesians two, it says when you were, and you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you previously lived according to the ways of this world according to the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit now working in the disobedient. That's what's happening. Mm -hmm. But they're not reveling in it to worship Satan. They're glorifying themselves and rejecting God. Right. What they need is to hear the truth of who God is, not Mm -hmm. a hyper reaction to this. So it brings us back to the merch. If you want to stand on the side of like not being an idiot about all this, Grab a shirt that says "Cancel Your Reactionism" and, yeah. and, and chill then, out, and then practice it, Merge. and then no. practice it. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Practice, <laughs> practice the not, thing. But not reaction. Wear the reminder. Reactive. I'm actually wearing it under my hoodie. But um, nice. but he says uh, we too all previously lived among them in our fleshly desires, carrying out the inclinations of our flesh and thoughts, and we were by nature children under wrath, as the others were also. But God, who is rich in mercy because of His great love that He had for us, made us alive with Christ even though we were dead in trespasses. You are saved by grace. Man, let's let's be people who are saved by grace, not still children of wrath instigated Mm. by people mocking Jesus. What if we were just children of grace going, man, like I can't be angry at a corpse for being dead and rotting. Yeah. Like why why don't I why don't I seek why don't to I bring share life? things that bring life? <laughs> why don't I yeah. share the truth and love of Christ in a way that shows the real gospel, not the mockery of the gospel that they're railing against with things like well, this demonic thing, you know? And and think of it like um almost like yeah, everything you just said is I think that's really crucial because that's that's approaching the problem of like even the problem of sin from the wrong lens because I think Christians, myself included, have been guilty of, um, you know, there's, there's no one righteous, like, you know, not one, like all the hearts are wicked, you know, like, um, and I'm butchering that verse, but you know, it's, it's 
there's this like doctrine that you're, um, and this is like, I understand why people would be offended at what I'm about to say, but you just come with me for two seconds. But it's like, it's, I don't think that means people are immoral and, and trying to cause evil. Mm. What it means is that in the comparison of God's surpassing holiness, Mm -hmm. everybody is going to fall short of the glory. And Paul says it just in that different way. And we, we don't view those as related. It's like everybody's heart's wicked. That's not the same thing as saying we've fallen short of glory. It is. That's what I'm arguing. It's the same thing because we've fallen short of what God, of who God is. Mm -hmm. And he may, he wanted us to be in his image yet with freedom. Yeah. So when we look at people in the world and like you said, it's like, how can you expect a corpse to do anything other than stink, (laughs) you know, and rot? Why are you dead? Why are you dead all the time? And that's what the church does instead of going, Lord, can these bones live? Yes. You know, because, because then you see the power of, of Jesus. You get to, it's, it's like, I took this parenting class that really changed my relationship with my son because Katie, my wife is very good about affirming. Like, when they're feeling an emotion, affirm it, you know, don't mm-hmm. just be like, get over it or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and that's good. And I knew, you know, I know that I'm not a, a horrible dad, but, you know, but then I was always like, but doesn't that feel like we're removing the consequence? Mm. And so the, the parenting class we took, it was based on like love and logic, which is like a popular book, yeah. but it was really just like, you're on your kid's side when they make a mistake. Yeah. You're like there with them. Oh, buddy. That's such a bummer that I just told you I was unwilling to take you or to give you ice cream unless you did your chores and you didn't do your chores. That sucks, man. That is actually like, I'm sad for you. Right. Like, you know, and then I'm with you as you're facing your consequence Mm -hmm. and I'm doing nothing to prevent that consequence. You're not going to get the ice cream. Yeah. But I'm with you. I'm on your side. I'm not, because then sometimes your kids spill something and you go, ugh, and then you clean it up and you get mad that you had to clean it up. right? Right. So this is how we look at the world. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, I can't believe you're sinning. And then I'll, oh, I guess I'll just be holy and righteous so that the world has a good example of what <laughs> Jesus is. And it's like, or you, you come on their side mm-hmm. and you say, man, I know it must be so hard to be confused about your gender. I, I don't know what that's like because I'm a, I'm a cisgender. I'm as, yeah. I'm as non-intersectional as you can be. And, but, yeah. but you know what? Like I can introduce you to, to somebody who, who knows the answer to who you're created to be. Yeah. And he will work in you to rebuild your heart and renovate it and to change it from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. And that journey is way better than getting Twitter likes and, you know what I mean? Like, and like whatever else is going on here in in pop culture, because there's real pain and then there's, and and then there's real perversion. I think that's what people don't want to accept is that anytime you say something about the pain or, or that it's perverted, they think you're minimizing the pain. Yeah. And that's not what I'm saying. That's not what Jesus said. Right. What Jesus said is it's not the healthy who need a doctor. Right. It's the sick. And and what you're talking about is incarnational ministry. It's being like Christ and saying, hey, you know, like Christ who uh, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but instead gave mm-hmm. all of, of that up. He emptied himself and became yeah. like one of us, was made into the likeness of a human and, mm-hmm. and stood in our place. Emmanuel means God with us. And Jesus came and, and exactly like you're saying, went, went, man, I'm, I'm so sorry you're in this place. Mm-hmm. 
you you don't get goodness from acting this way and from being this way there are consequences to this Mm. but i'm here to sit with you and show you that different way out of this not just to sit up there and go wow you're the worst smite you know Mm -hmm. god doesn't (laughs) god doesn't want to be that way And, and he isn't that way with us he's giving us chance after chance after chance and it's like Hey, if I sit with you and I empathize with you and, I, and I'm here with you and you still reject this, mm. okay. I mean, that's your choice. Yeah. You can well, do I just that watched, if you want. I just watched last night. We um, were slowly making our way through The Chosen. And um, mm. I mean, I it's blowing me away. It's right? just such a good series. I really thought it was going to suck and I'm so glad it doesn't. And <laughs> yeah. not only does it not suck, it's like pretty remarkably well done. Yeah. Um, but there was the woman at the well yeah. that we watched last night and it's like, she's so mad, Yeah, you know? And I'm like, gosh, you don't get that when you just read the story. Yeah. It seems like they're just having like a, Oh, I guess you don't talk to Samaritans and you're like, how cute. Yeah. And in, in the way they portrayed it in the show, she's like angry. She's yeah. angry at Jesus telling her that he's the living water. She's like, Oh really? That'd be nice. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I wish I never had to get thirsty again. Yeah. And that's human. Yeah. That's human. And what does Jesus do? He gets mad and he throws a fit and he leaves because he, she doesn't realize. No, I mean, you know, he sits with her in there and he he takes it Mm -hmm. because he literally said, I came here just to meet you. Yeah. And that's where we are so arrogant as Christians when Mm -hmm. we think we know better than God about how to save and who to save and when to save. Yeah. Instead of just letting the spirit go, you know, Hey, um, we're, we're not going like Paul, we're not going to Macedonia. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, uh, I tried seven times and I got, I got shipwrecked, you know, or whatever. And it's like, or however it was. The spirit kept telling him, uh, yeah, he kept moving him. Like, you know, like there's, he's a vision of people in here crying out like, yeah. And because, and, and even Jesus going and talking to that Samaritan woman. Yeah. It's because his, that whole conversation was like, tear jerking because he just says just him talking about how soon it won't be about the temple. Yeah. Soon it will be the heart, the spirit and truth. Yeah. And that's who God is looking for. And it doesn't matter where you're from. Yeah. And that's what the message we have to, to like, it's hard because we will get rejected Mm -hmm. and we will be made fun of and we will be mocked for believing what we believe. Right. But for those that need to hear it, there is no sweeter sound than the gospel. Yeah. And, and it's on. so, and it's exactly what these people who are struggling to find themselves. And it, it breaks my heart because yeah. there, there are some people on this stage dressed like demons that are dead inside. Yeah. Despite changing, believing what the, the culture says to believe, affirming what the culture says to affirm, you know, and, and they're dead inside. Yeah. There are people who are living it up. That's why right. there are some people for whom that seems to be working really well in this season. So yeah. they're thinking, well, I'll just, if I do it long enough, but then right. one drop of the living water and they, and they go, Oh my, <laughs> you know, that is, this is the truth. I mean, that's how I got saved. It wasn't because I, yeah. I wasn't argued into the kingdom. Right. I wish uh, the, the spirit of God was moving in a Bible study at a Starbucks. And I thought, <laughs> this is the truth. I, I should follow it. Yeah. You know, nobody told me, nobody, there was no altar call. I was just like, wow, this is actually real. Yeah. And so that's our, that's our obligation to, to the, uh, to the, those who are outside of Jesus. Yeah. Our obligation is to show them the grace and they are a hundred percent 
within their means to walk away from it. Right. And, but for those that, that hold on to it, their life and their, their eternal destiny will start that day becoming wonderful and great. Mm, amen. It's good to be a Christian. Yeah, it <laughs> you is. Know, it's hard. It's so hard, but it's like, at the end of the day, I know that when I'm sacrificing and, you know, it means something and not just eternally, it means something now. It, yeah. it means I'm becoming more like him. I'm being sanctified. I'm going from glory to glory. Right. That's, that has meaning that lasts forever. Whereas suffering without Jesus is just suffering. Right. And then all your tools, it makes sense that you go and, and you look for ways to cope because you don't really have a tool that helps you right. know, other than more pleasure. And, and <laughs> that just leads to addiction and, and, you know, yeah. Enslavement basically, yeah, you know, exactly. And that's, um, and I think that's the thing. So from this, what's, um, to, to, to frame the, the response in ways that are, you know, radically different and radically awesome because Jesus is that he is different. And the way he responded was unlike how we respond. And so to, to get riled up and be mm. super angry and offended and, you know, like the Hollywood, blah, blah, blah. I mean, uh, I saw somebody, you know, who claims to be a pastor or something. I don't know. He's one of those guys that like never posts anything that's not like unloving and judgmental and mm-hmm. sort of like Jesus-y, <laughs> like in all the wrong ways. And I'm like, right. like, dude, like, I feel like you're bashing me all the time as a Christian, you know, but you're, you're claiming to be a Christian as well. But it's just like, you have some weird elitist standard that nobody could possibly live up to. And mm. then when you, when they get upset at your cryptic posts, you're like, Oh, am I just playing on that? Like, no, you're just being a jerk. Like <laughs> being a jerk doesn't make you right or mean that you were holy. It just means that you were being a jerk. That's all. Um, and it doesn't make you interesting either. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make you interesting. <laughs> it doesn't make uh, you it sound smarter. It makes you a lot more worldly. You sound more like the people of this world. Jesus didn't yeah. do that to people. Um, but so truly being radically different in response to this is taking a beat and, and being like Jesus with the woman at the well. Like take the people who are mocking and respond mm-hmm. with things like what Jesus said. It's radically yeah. different to not fight back, but instead go, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And then let's find ways to share life, to speak life and hope and truth all in the name of Jesus. Not just like say encouraging things for no reason, but right. to step in with the gospel and be like, look, and if you understood the God that you're mocking and the way that he loves you, you wouldn't do this. Like if you mm-hmm. knew what he had for you, you, you wouldn't mock him like this. and You wouldn't reject all of this because all the hate that you think represents him is not from him and all all the horrible things that you may have experienced that you claim to be railing against and all this shame, you know, shaming and everything else. Like that is not who God is. And that's Mm -hmm. not what he's about. And he does have righteous standards. He does have a a holiness that he calls us to, but it, it's not, um, it's not even possible to obtain without him. Right. That's, that's that's the thing. It's not like he was like, Hey, figure this out. You yeah. know, hey, st- like, because let's be clear, like, um, my, my camera's going to die. I hate, I need to just not have this camera, but it looks good. And it's, I've had it for a long time. So, um, <laughs> keep going quick. <laughs> he, he's not like, um, he's not like requiring because 
he does have standards and they don't change. Mm -hmm. And that's what, where people are like, what? That, you know, that's offensive. But what he's saying is, come, mm -hmm. I will make you a spring of this water. Yeah. Come, take my burden. Mm -hmm. Like, let me do the work. Yeah. You have to submit and that will be hard, but I will take you to do the impossible because that's what only I can do. So yeah. that's where it's a matter of Jesus is saying his invitation isn't for you to work on yourself under his guidance. Yeah. His invitation is to surrender to his work. Right. Because yes. that's the renovation of the heart. He's the carpenter, not me. I can't decide, what, you know, much like, much like I can't decide who should be saved when, and you right. know what I mean? I can't yeah. decide what part of my heart needs to be renovated to first, right. you know? It's him. He's the one yeah. who, you might have a huge, very obvious addiction, and he's like, "We're, I'm not touching that for 15 years because you won't be ready. Right. And it makes no sense to anybody else, but he's he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And it's trust in that. Even because you can even say, I would, I think it'd be better if I wasn't addicted to food. <laughs> you know, like if I didn't eat <laughs> right. like everything I saw, like wouldn't that make my life better? And Jesus is like, we'll get there. But for his own infinite wisdom, he knows not now, <laughs> you know, yeah. we're going, we're, we're going down this road. You know what we're going to deal with? Your bitterness. We're yeah. going to deal with your, 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 you know, this, that, this, that. And then we get to right. that one day, you know, it's, it's his. So that's yeah. where it's like, that's the invitation is to just let him be the one who does it. <laughs> exactly. And so, yeah. So calling us into this radically different way of responding to things like this and, and then recognizing when we do that, where it takes us is to this place, like you're talking about where it's awesome. I, yeah. I mean, it's awesome in ways that you can't even comprehend because uh, I, we were just reading this in, in Hebrews this week um, in Hebrews um, four. Uh, it, it says, uh, therefore let us approach the throne of grace with boldness so mm. that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Um, and, and that comes out of here. Let me, let me back up to verse 14, Hebrews four fourteen. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast to our confession of the gospel mm. for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses but one who has been tempted in every way as we are, yet is without sin. Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. So we have, we have a God who has also become our high priest, who stood in our place, offered sacrifices on our, in our place, and has made a way for us to now approach the throne of God. He comes alongside us gently and goes, man, I get it. I know what you're going through, and I'm so sorry. That does make me sad that you have to go through this, that you're in this place. And even when it's your choices that put you there, I'm still, I'm, I'm heartbroken that, that that's your situation. But I've made a way for you to come out of this. And if you follow me, mm -hmm. where I'm going to lead you is straight to the throne of God, mm -hmm. where you can receive mercy and where you can receive grace to help you in your time of need. Amen. And that is more awesome than any other thing we could we could offer. That grace and mercy when we are at our lowest, that grace and mercy and, and even that unmerited favor, that grace when we are at our highest points and just celebrating you like, and thank you, Lord, for this blessing. Like mm. it makes everything better. Yep. If we truly follow him, not the caricatures the world puts out there, not the bad representations of people who do it terribly, 
the ones who truly follow the example laid out by Christ, it's so different and it's so awesome. Yeah. Amen. Man, I wish you guys knew Jesus. All right. Um, all right. Well, hey, okay, this bye. is, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. Uh, this has been fun. Scott, um, rock that merch. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Somebody, if, if you like this, if you like this podcast, Grab some merch and represent it because I think the merch stands you know, on its own. By the way, it's it's standalone awesome. Right? It just, yeah. You know, it, it's not about that. Yeah, and that's that's what I was going to say. Is like the if you like what we're talking about, hopefully what this does is spark more of that perspective of like what what would be radically different and radically awesome to follow Jesus right. in this scenario, and wearing that merch, like just walking around with that banner on you saying either cancel your reactionism and like, Hey, I'm putting it out there. So when people are like, well, what's that? What are you canceling over here? Like I'm trying not to be hyper reactive to things yeah. so that I can engage things in a godly way. The only and, reaction to that you know, shirt that I've gotten is like a, Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like cancel and there, and there's like an eye roll. Like what are yeah. we canceling now? And then it's yeah. like reactionism and you're like, oh, I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the other stuff, anything that just says be rad, be for, rad Jesus, for Jesus, like, yeah. like that, dude, that's a slogan worth wearing and living for. Like just go out and be radically different and radically awesome in the name of Jesus and show people how following him is like that. Like, dude, I'd rather see that and people repping that and using either of those two um, concepts as ways to engage the people around them. And, and represent the kingdom in a way that yeah. uh, glorifies Christ instead of just adds to the anger in this world. So, <laughs> Amen. So, yeah. And, <laughs> and it helps us out just a tiny bit. Um, yeah. We don't really, I mean, if you buy the most expensive thing in the merch store, we still make like peanuts on it because it's more about just, Hey, if you want to be out there and, and do and rep this, we think it's cool. Yeah. Um, it's for your benefit, Jesus, not ours. Yeah, yeah more really. So yeah, I'm doing this for you. Uh, no, so, um, but represent and, uh, you know, or if you, if you want to support us in a, a greater way, uh, then uh, jump in and be a Patreon um, or something. So anyway, yeah. be Scott, rad, people be rad. Yeah. Be rad for May Jesus. all your camels prosper. <laughs> and may your tents ever grow larger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, with that, bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, that's it for this week's episode of the Be Rad for Jesus podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I if you've stuck around this long, you either hate us so bad you want to find out where to complain or you really loved it and you want to come back for more. I want to tell you how to do that. You can go to beradforjesus.com. And we have links to everywhere you can stream and subscribe to our podcast. We have episodes, we have show notes all on there where you can find us on anchor.fm or on the Anchor app. You can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. And if there's another platform that we don't offer yet, hit us up on the website or through Anchor and let us know where you listen to podcasts and where you would like to hear or engage with this. If you do enjoy the podcast, would you consider leaving us a review, leaving us a rating, sharing it with a friend, posting it on social media, and or even going above and beyond and supporting this podcast? You can do that on Anchor, and uh, that would for sure help us make more episodes of this podcast because caffeine definitely fuels just about everything we do. 
almost as much, but not quite as much as the Holy Spirit and our love for Jesus. That said, I hope you have a rad day. Go out and do something incredible. Be rad for Jesus because following Jesus is radically different and radically awesome.